Welcome to another episode of Babalus to Babalus. I am your host, Chi. I am also your host, Sue. You're my co-host. I'm not your co-host. I'm the host. <laughs> we never figured that one out. <laughs> nope. It was your job to figure it out. It, well, then it's host for me. Hosts. Yeah. We're your... <laughs> sounds like uh, you have a viral infection. <laughs> we are your hosts. <laughs> bacteria A. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Went too far. Speaking of bacteria, we watched uh, the pandemic special. Of, of South Park. <laughs> Dude, that came out like six months ago. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it came out like just a couple days ago. No, no, no. Oh, so you've seen ago. it already? No, I haven't seen oh. it. I don't watch South Park. But I... I because when, when the pandemic hit... The what? Pandemic. <laughs> when the Panama hit, um, I think it was like everything stopped, right? And then so South Park like six months later want to make a episode a special you could say to kind of like make fun of everything that's going on so basically they finished their season right and then what waited another six months before they came out with this pandemic special yeah because the pandemic special is a episode of its own right yeah usually the episodes run like 20, 20 minutes. 25 minutes yeah, or something yeah, like that, that one was right? like 45 oh okay so yeah, that's, they, that's like a pandemic movie yeah, yeah, yeah. a uh south park movie basically yeah, you know, South Park is just, um, what do you call those? Like, when you're making fun of something? Parodies? Not necessarily parody. A, um, oh, <sighs> it's, it's like a satire. Yeah, satire. There we go. <laughs> I was like, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. What do you think of it? I, I don't know. I, I normally don't watch. Okay, I've never watched an episode of South Park before. I've seen bits and pieces like clips every now and then that you would show me or i would come across clips that people would share on facebook or whatever or sometimes i'll come across like memes of like uh controversial things that south park would do yeah but yeah. i've never watched an actual full episode before so yesterday was the first time i watched south park <laughs> I think it lives up to what all the hype is about. It lives up to what people say it is, like how it goes overboard with a lot of the humor. <laughs> but did you find it funny? Okay, there were a few parts that were funny, and there were a few parts where I was like, "Man, this is pretty. This is pretty straight up stupid." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because of how stupid it is, is what makes it, you know, funny, entertaining. I guess. Yeah, okay. Because the thing is, like, if you watch South Park, I could kind of guess where your humor is at, you know? Yeah. But the thing is that your humor is nothing like South Park. You you like to watch, like, Gilmore Girls. That's your funny, you know, friends. Hey, hey, you have to admit that Gilmore Girls is pretty funny. There's some moments. There are moments, you know? There are a lot of moments. But with this, okay, well, coming from a comedic mind, I appreciate all types of comedy. Yeah. Right? Whereas you... Who has 
no comedy <laughs> in her life. I do have comedy. Right? Who's a living... My comedy is just different from your kind of comedy. Right, but these... My but comedy What is... I'm trying to say is that, like, I appreciate all different types of comedy. <laughs> even though sure. I might not, per se, like it. Yeah. Right? I at least appreciate the, um, the art behind it. But you, on their hand, it's like you like one thing and that's it. You like watching models fall. <laughs> I do. I like watching models do catwalks and then and they fall. and then they trip on their heels and then they stumble. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's funny. Yeah, I don't know but- why that's funny. Like that's so embarrassing to me. Like I can't find that funny. But you, you like that awkward comedy. <laughs> but going back to South Park, I liked um, that it really revolves around men humor. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is the type of stuff that men find funny. Yeah, exactly. It's stupid, stupid funny. So, like, spoiler. <laughs> Dude, this is six months ago. Okay. Yeah, anyway, so. still, spoiler. Like, when the guy was masturbating into the marijuana. <laughs> yeah, to the marijuana. yeah, you find it funny. Yeah, and I, it's so I, stupid. I'm watching this, and I'm like, man, this is so stupid. That's because... <laughs> To me, it's like, look, it's stupid, right? But the whole point is that it's such a guy thing to do. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, what would you call it? Um, oh my God, there's a, there's a phrase for it. It's like guy intelligence or something, men intelligence. Intelligence. Like something like that. I forgot what it was, but it's like, it's like what guys would do yeah. if they thought of something. Yeah, and it it baffled me because he could have masturbated. Just, you know, once or twice into like, I don't know, a cup or something and distributed it into his little marijuana right, special. The guys don't think but, like that. That's the point. But he, he went and masturbated <laughs> right into, into every <laughs> single jar. And and the people that were coming by to buy this um, uh, pandemic special would wait <laughs> five minutes yeah, so that he could go finished, into yeah. his, his uh, silly made up room to masturbate. It's it's so stupid. And then he was walking over Kane because of how yeah. much he was doing. It. It's so dumb. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's like that's the logic, you know. Yeah, I forgot what it's called though. I, I remember it was like bro logic or something, like, like <laughs> just something men would do. Yeah, but this is why I don't watch uh South Park. It's because the humor is for men. Yes, more I mean, it's catered more towards men than women. Yeah. I can agree with that. Even though I feel kind of sexist, but <laughs> I could agree with that. Yeah. But overall, it was uh it was interesting to See, I was surprised watch. that you actually liked it. That's what I'm saying. Like normally <laughs> I you won't watch it again. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, asking, I'm not making like you. I won't watch any more episodes to oh, be quite okay. honest. I'll watch maybe snips here and there if it's funny, but like I won't sit down and watch a full episode. Like a, like a whole season right. of South Park. No. Yeah. Nope, not for me. <laughs> it's it's you know it has its moments where it's funny, but it's not for me. Yeah, I was surprised that you actually like laughed at some of the scenes. Like <laughs> normally you would be like out of it, like nah nah nah, it's not worth it. <laughs> like I'll roll my eyes and be like, really, really, you find this funny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you find him, you know, having sex with a bat funny? Yeah, because it's so stupid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then he was trying to cover it up because of the corona. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, she made me watch The Devil's Wear Prada. <laughs> I 
didn't make you watch you it. Okay? You watch it. I didn't ask you to come sit down and watch it with me. I was watching it, and you decided that you were gonna come and watch Devils Wear Prada. Come on, guys. I've seen that every, movie like every ten guys times. know when their lady gives them that look. <laughs> it's time. It's like you don't even need to communicate anymore. It's like you just know. It's that movie was kind of whack. To be, to be honest, <laughs> I've seen it ten times already. That's one of the movies where I could finish watching it and then rewatch it again. <laughs> really? I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I just I like the feel of it for some reason. It's just very like very casual. It's not mm. very like climatic. It's not like boring, but it's just like mellow. At least for me it is. All, all I got from that is just a reminder of how I used to work. <laughs> and it, it gave me an anxiety. <laughs> Because if you watch The Devil Was Prada, right, it's essentially about a girl who got a job at a fashion, as assistant for a fashion, uh, what do you go? Uh, editor. A fashion editor? Yeah, she's the fashion editor. Oh, okay. Of a magazine. Oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> I thought she was like the person who picks out the clothes and stuff. Yeah, that. fashion editor. She's the head fashion editor of magazine, like Anna Wintour yeah. in Vogue. Okay, yeah, but the point is that she was an assistant to the fashion editor. And, yeah, personal assistant. And, man, like, the things that she had to do just gives me an anxiety back to, like, my old job. Yeah, like, she gets, uh, it's a very toxic work environment, and essentially she just gets bullied by everyone. Like, verbally abused. Like, to me, like, the mentally bullying. abused. The bullying is fine. I don't care about that, you know. To yes, me, like, dang, that's rude. Well, I'm saying, like, I could, I could deal with that, you know. But the whole, like, I need this done by this time, this done by this time. I need you to remember this and call this. Oh, and like set constant this up. deadlines. Yeah. And to me, it's like, ooh, man, like that gives me anxiety. Cause I remember, you know, when I used to work as a um, test engineer, man, they used to give us deadlines and it's like stressful because. Were those impossible deadlines? They're not impossible, but they're deadlines that relied other people to finish their part. Mm-hmm. Right. And the thing is that if they don't finish their part, it's up to you to get that information out of them. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So technically you're doing other people's job just to get your job done. Yeah. And and the thing is, like, when you're a fresh uh, hire, you don't know much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you need to, like... I remember they gave me this, um, this test procedure that I had to write, and it was, like, one of the main ones, right? It was a very, like... Uh, intensive test procedure that requires a lot of testing that it's essentially like one of the five like prime test procedures that need to run and so you were hired and they just threw you well I, I was hired like for like six months team. and then but the thing is that like because everybody was running behind um they just kind of came up to you and said here sue well okay guys. no yeah everybody was running behind so people began to quit because of like how stressful it is okay so it trickled down to me and then they're like, look, you have to do this, you know, like we have no one else. Uh, and here you go. There's a big old test procedure that you had to complete by the end of this month. And I was looking through it, but I was like studying all that stuff, <laughs> trying to figure it all it's out. Like going back to school all over again. Yeah. And ooh, man, like I was stressed out all the time because like I said, like a lot of the information uh, required other people to help you out. But other people are so busy with their stuff that they can't help you. So you just got to have the guesswork it out. And then mm-hmm. the thing is that, like, you know, the customer wants to see it. And when they see it and it's not up to par, I'm the one who gets in trouble. 
Yep. Yeah, and I was like, Mm-mm. so I bounced. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad because I had coworkers that were relying on you, and then you decided to. No, 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 no. They weren't relying on me. I was like at the end, but I had coworkers who like were working there for like two, three years before me, who. Because of everyone's like, because of the schedule and stuff like that, and how everyone's falling behind, their superiors had quit, so they took over the projects. Oh, yeah, that's hard. I I know the guy that was sitting literally one cubicle next to me, and I would talk to him, and he was like always stressed, you know, and he was always complaining to me about how he doesn't understand why. They given him the whole project. So you're basically saying that all of these unqualified people are just kind of being pushed to do these bigger roles because I wouldn't necessarily say they're not qualified, but I say they're like just not prepared. Yeah, they're like lack of experience. I think they're fully qualified to do the job mm-hmm. if they get, have time to right. learn how to do it. That's the biggest issue is that like, you know, because the guy next to me he was talking to me about how he was only working on one or two procedures. And then, boom, his his boss literally quit, and they he was the only one left. It was yeah. only two people working on it. So they dropped the whole project on them, and he was always into meetings, always doing all this stuff, and he was just like, I don't, like, I can't do it because I had to write, like, 10 <laughs> procedures, you know, and run the whole thing while doing meetings back-to-back and talking to the customer at the same time. Oh, yeah, he didn't last long. Oh, my goodness. I think he was there for, like, a good year, and then he quit. And but that seems to be kind of the thing with your old workplace, though. Like, turnover is just, you know, very quick. Turnover, well, for test procedures, for test engineers, yes. So for, like, entry-level type, like, positions when people come in, turnover is high. Um, Only for test engineers. Mm. Because test engineers have, like, the end of the stick. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? Because they're they're the last people. So think of it like an assembly line. Mm. We're the last one before it gets boxed up and shipped out. Mm. Right. And the thing is that like in the beginning, you have all this time. Right. So people take their sweet time doing stuff. And all that does is push, take away from our time. Mm. Right. So by the time I was there, the product needed to be like, you know, tested and stuff like that. So we were already like, like I said, like I had to do. Wow. No, go ahead. Oh, am I like explaining this like badly? No, no, no. You're explaining uh, fine. It's just funny because no one else sees us except for me. As you're talking, you keep like touching your boobs. <laughs> oh, am I? <laughs> it's sweaty, dude. It's giving me anxiety, man. This is bo- this is anxiety sweat underneath like, my. <laughs> like you're talking and your hands keep like grabbing your boobs for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I need to check. To see if I, you know, perspirating. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Dude, I'm, I don't know why, but I'm getting hot thinking about this. Dude, like I'm, dude the fan is right above I your know, head. I know. Like, this is how bad the anxiety was. But essentially, the whole point is that, you know, I can't go into much about it because I don't want to give too much details, you know, of what we actually do there. But the whole point is that test engineers are the last people who gets to, uh, sh- like, work on it before they ship it out, which means that, when people take time to do stuff and extend their time, they're actually taking it from us. Yeah. Right. And so now you have less time to perfect the part that you're supposed to do. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so test engineers have high turnover rate because the stress, Mm -hmm. you know, 
you only get like two weeks to do this test procedure, which is like, you know, 20 pages long with 30 tests in there. It, and and you only have two weeks. And so people were, I, I remember when we were leaving, they were talking about doing uh, 24 hour shifts. 24 hour shifts? Well, well, not like one person, but one person comes and does 12. And then when he oh. leaves, someone else comes and does another 12. And so that, it's like it's like working in a hospital, right? But it's not a hospital. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a company. So imagine doing that, and they were gonna do that for three months. But most companies do that already, right? Like they have people who work night shifts. Not as oh, like, not like in a firm or something. Yeah, like that, yeah. Saying? Like imagine mm-hmm. who works a night shift as a lawyer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I'm here from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. If y'all need uh, representation. <laughs> Like, that's how it is. It's like, you know, we're not dealing with customers. This is strictly just like testing and stuff like that and running procedures. But the reason why it came to this is because people kept taking their time and doing all this other stuff. And then people kept quitting. And because people quit, the new person has to relearn it. So they had to take up time, yeah. you know. So I was like, I'm out of here, dude. Mm. Non-pay overtime, too. Ooh, I hate those. I, I, I'm not a fan of salary positions. Yeah. Like salary positions mean that you don't really have a start or an end Mm -hmm. time so that's what like i remember when i left uh it was like for a good six months we did on average anywhere from 15 to 20 hours overtime Mm -hmm. free you know yeah your salary you paid so yeah and people were leaving and then when i left when i announced my (laughs) you know that i was leaving Resignation. When yeah, you put in your I, resignation. I put in literally the day They're I put like, in oh, my Sue's two leaving. weeks. Let's uh, let's yeah, do the day I put in my two weeks. An email came out saying that uh, overtime has been approved, and that if you work overtime, you will get paid for it. Mm. And I was like, um, but would that have really been a deal breaker for you? Would you have stayed? No, nah, I wouldn't have exactly. stayed. The stress was too much. It's not that I couldn't do it. It's more like I wasn't ambition enough to mm-hmm. do it. You know, like I didn't care enough about my job. But the thing is that like I didn't want to be a test engineer. I wanted to be a um one one of the people who like actually designed the circuit boards and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I would have stayed if that was my job and I was designing circuitry and stuff like that. Man, I would have loved that. But Cir- circuitry? Yeah, circuitry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's my uh my Indian professor said it like that. Okay. <laughs> So I'm just kidding. Oh I'm just God. kidding. But there are a lot of them teaching math though. Okay. <laughs> I gotta keep digging this hole. You know, it's like sometimes when you're making a joke and you know it's bad, you kind of just want to keep digging into it, you know. Anywho, yeah. So what were we, why were I talking about this? Oh, I was talking about uh, the devils wear Prada. Oh, yeah. And why it was stressing and why you me. had anxiety. Yeah. Just like how uh, Anne Hathaway had, yeah. had anxiety. Because that's exactly assistant. how I remember. I remember my boss coming like, Sue, we need you to take care of this test procedure. You need to contact this and this and this and call the customer and confirm this. And I was just like, Ugh. I was like, uh, here's my two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that was when you put in your two weeks, huh? Nah, nah. I put it, everyone was like, all my uh, coworkers are like, oh my gosh, but who's gonna put this two weeks? Can in? you imagine how much these uh, PAs get paid? 
if they work for celebrities like imagine how much kim kardashian's personal assistant gets paid speaking of kardashians her personal assistant um like started her own business and all that see you get they all don't that actually get paid publicity. well i heard yeah i heard i heard that it's like just the average like yeah but then they get benefits though so like if they if kardashian goes you know let's say on a vacation to greece they get to come with they get their whole uh vacation paid for yeah well, but is it really a vacation though you know what I'm saying because you're attending guess, someone sure. all the time it's like work related but you get you get um i'm sure you get breaks so then you get to do a little like sightseeing every now and then i guess it has its perks you but know? it also has downfalls too because I, I wouldn't, I, I don't think I could ever be an assistant to somebody. Mm. Not like that. Like I could be a like assistant if we're like working at a job and, you know, I have my own things to take care of. Mm-hmm. But I can't be a personal assistant. Mm. Like, oh, what do you need? Uh, let me get your coffee for you. <laughs> nah, I'll smack it's that like coffee being, in your face. <laughs> it's like being a slave. Not if they're paying you a lot of money. They're not paying you a lot of money. That's the point. But what I, if they I, paid you a lot of money? Okay. You'll probably lick their toe. Yeah, dude. 200K. Would you lick someone's toe for a million dollars? I'll lick someone's toe for $10. Uh, what are you talking Ew. about? <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, I have heard that Kim Kardashian's uh, assistant, like, I forgot what happened, but some she needed, like, medical payment or something like that. Like, I think, like, her mom went to the hospital or something like that, and they wouldn't, like, even cover her mom. Really? Yeah. Something like that. I forgot what it was. I, I, I'm not sure it was Kim, but it was one of the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Something about the personal assistant needed like 200k for like hospital bills, and instead of like just helping them pay for it, they were like, "Oh, like I think they did like a GoFundMe or something like that mm-hmm. to go pay for it." And I was like, "But you know, it, as an employer, you don't want to cross that boundary either. You don't want to be too giving because then people start to leech off of you, even though you have money. You know what I'm saying? But your personal assistant, that's just rude." You know they're saying? still your employee. Yeah, but they're your personal employee. Yeah, but they're still your employee nonetheless. I guess. I guess you're. I guess you're just like them then. <laughs> no. Like, oh, sorry. You know. So here's the thing. I, okay. So, let's say that you've been my personal assistant for five years. Yes, five years. You do a great job at it, and we have a relationship beyond work, right? Outside yeah. of work. And you came to me and you said something like that. Of course, I'd help you out. But what I'm saying is, let's say I hire you for like six months or something. And suddenly you tell me, oh, you have family. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Then, you know, that's where you have to draw the line between employer and employee. Yeah, of course. Where you can't cross that and be too giving because then it'll just kind of seem like they're leeching off of you. Now, like I said, if you had a personal relationship, that's perfectly fine. Whatever you want to do with your money. I guess I I don't know I'm I haven't read into it so I don't know the situation. <laughs> I just know that people were complaining that, that Kim Kardashian has so much money and she can be able to spare two hundred k to or like, help a like, personal assistant or like twenty k or something like that. Yeah, and she's worth like one billion. Yeah, you know it's like mm-hmm. dude I don't, I can't even fathom how much one billion is. Phantom? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> what? Fathom. Oh yeah, fathom. Yeah. <laughs> Phantom. Phantom dog. You know, like like a ghost. What is up with your uh, vocabulary? You know, it's it's only when we're we're doing a podcast that your vocabulary seems to not be uh very 
intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Just say I'm stupid. You already know I'm stupid. I think it's one of the podcasts when you realize and you actually pay attention to what I'm saying <laughs> that you realize how stupid I am. It's the only time I listen to you when you talk. Yeah. Is it, was it Phantom? Fathom. Fathom? Dude, I don't know. I see it like a ghost when I think of that word. But yeah, I can't even imagine how much uh, $1 billion, what, what I would do $1 billion. That's 1,000 million. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's not 100 million. That's 1,000 million. I don't know what I would do with that money. Yeah, I don't even know what to do with 10K. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know what to do with 10K. And, but if you give me 100K, I'd probably know what to do with half of it. But the other half, I'll probably be like, I don't know what to do with this. Okay, if I give you 10 million right now, this is like. I, I would not know what to do with it. I'll pay off all my bills and school loans, and then I'll just have the rest sitting in my bank account while I sit and try to digress the fact that. Digress. Oh, uh, digest. Yeah, digress. <laughs> you gonna sit and like think about something else? Yeah, think about well, something else? Well, I, I try to comprehend. Phantom, <laughs> the 10 million. No, man, you're rubbing. Uh, I'm rubbing me. what? What am I rubbing? I'm rubbing nothing. Yeah. Hey. Speaking of which, so this is a good uh, segue to, um, to a childhood story I would like to bring up. A childhood story? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. It's a horrible segue. <laughs> but anyways, one of the topics I want to talk about today was, um, do you remember your first fight? Real fight. Fist fight. Physical fight. I've I've never really had, like, actual, like... Physical altercation. Okay, I've had, a, I've had one, and probably the only one I've ever had in my life. The only one you need. <laughs> You know, only one to get this, the uh, to get the uh, yes, the word but, out. But I do remember, and people have been scared of me since. <laughs> That's all you need to do. <clears throat> Why do you remember your first fight? Why are you asking me to tell the story of my first fight? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I remember my first fight. It was horrible. My first fight. I think I was what, like, eighteen, eighteen years old. Um, and I went to a family party and nah, quit smacking your leg. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is little, uh, little Dukes and, um, little Dukes coming out, you know, when the ghettoness come out, you start smacking start your smacking leg. Smacking. All right. <laughs> and then he can come up to me and tell me, mm, you gotta do this. And I'm like, mm, girl, you don't know who you're talking to. This is little Dukes. <laughs> Anyways. No, I was... I was roughly around 18 years old. I went to a family party. And the thing about these family parties is that there's a lot of alcohol involved. It's a Hmong. <laughs> it's an Asian gathering. It's a typical Hmong party. Yeah. And the thing is that adults get crazy drunk. And then they have all their, you know, kids who start to get crazy drunk. And then they have their teenager kids that would also, you know, do some illegal drinking. But I didn't say that. Allegedly. Um, Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly do drinking. Look, it's fine. They're drinking. Just say they're drinking. It's not like and so doing like hardcore like drugs. I remember going to this party and I did not want to go to this party, but I went anyways because I think my brothers went and 
I was close to one of my cousins at the time, female cousins. And so I went to go hang out with her. But the thing was that she was also like in that like party crowd. And so she was like, you know, she had a red cup drinking. And there was this guy that was there. And (laughs) there was this guy that was there. He was around my age. So roughly 17, 18 years old. And he noticed that I didn't have a red cup in my hand. And so he actually came up to me and he asked me um, why I wasn't drinking. And I said, oh, because I don't like alcohol. Now, is this man under the influence? uh, I wouldn't say he's like drunk. But I can say that he had had like a few cups so he could be tipsy. Okay. Right. Because he was still clear minded. You know, okay, and so he he came to me and started asking me, "Oh, why don't you have a cup in your hand? Why aren't you drinking?" And so I told him, I said, "Oh, probably because I'm only 18, and you know, I don't drink alcohol, blah blah." So he left, came back with the cup, and said, "Here, I got you a cup. Try it." And you know, my mama always told me, "You never accept a cup from nobody." Dang, your mama, <laughs> your mama from the hood too. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Ain't no set no cup for nobody. You hear me? And so hear me, Chay? And, <laughs> and so I I kept telling him, I said, no, no, I don't drink. I'm okay. And I kept pushing his hand away, the hand that had had the cup in it. And he said, Oh, are you gonna do me like that? You know, like you're not gonna t- uh, take the cup from me. Like that's disrespectful. And you know, in the Hmong culture, that's usually how it is. If you don't drink someone's cup that they give you is disrespectful. Not for guys. I wouldn't say that for girls. That's kind of rude. But anyways, that's what he said to me. He said, Oh, you aren't gonna take my cup? Like, oh, are you gonna be shady? You don't wanna drink this from me? Blah blah blah. And so he actually put the cup down. He set it down on the table and and the whole time I'm just kinda like trying to zone him out trying to ignore him and then he had the audacity the audacity (laughs) to grab me by the arm because i was turning away from him he grabbed me by the arm yanked me and said you know don't be like that don't be rude like that and he said come on just you know hang out with us just drink uh you know have a cup of beer and i said to him i said get your hands off of me and he get said, your dirty <laughs> eight hands off of me. And he said, hey, you know, like, just just hang out with us. Like, we're all moon people here, man. Like, we love each other. We support each other. Blah, blah. Lame shit like that, right? Damn, lame shit. That support. <laughs> Damn, that love. That we cousins. That, that fake love. Oh, that fake, fake love. love because he's just trying to get into your pants. Oh. And so. Oh, damn. Okay. I remember I turned and looked at my cousin. This is cousin I went to college with. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I turned and I looked at him. Her or him? Him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about. Yeah. I turned and looked at him. I rolled my eyes. I looked back at the guy that was holding my hand. And he was like holding my arm pretty stiff. Yeah. Okay. And he wasn't going to let go. I don't know. You have a weak arm. So <laughs> anything that touches you. Like if a wind, if wind blew past you, like, that's a stiff wind. And he just kept talking. Well, shut up. So I just, <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> what? what was he saying? He kept saying stuff like, come on, baby. Like, just, just hang out with me. Baby. You say baby? Yeah, he called you know. baby? No. He said something. <laughs> Why you I wasn't are? listening. <laughs> Why? Why you? All I saw was red and I just flew my fist 
punched him in the face and knocked him out. He fell on the floor. Knocked him out? Yep. He fell on the floor. He fell up against the table that he had left the alcohol and it spilled all over him. And I said, bitch, touch me again and you're going to see the devil. Is that what you said? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why are you making stuff up, man? <laughs> no, but I really did punch him, knocked him out. He fell on the floor. He fell back on some alcohol. It spilled all over him. And I just heard, oh, dang. Look, Jesus just knocked someone out. That was my cousin, the cousin that I looked at right before I knocked him out. <laughs> you looked at him like, it's boss to go down. Yeah, basically. It's boss to go down. He fell on the floor and I spit at him. Did you really? <laughs> no, I didn't. Dude, why you keep adding? Like, see, this is why I don't believe your stories. You're like adding way more stuff. You knocked him out and his titty <laughs> fell out. You know? <laughs> Everyone saw his titties. And, and, then you, <laughs> and then you smacked it, called him a bitch. And then you took off your bra and threw it out on me like, here, hide your titties, clean yourself. And then you left. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I knocked him out. He fell on the floor. You didn't knock him okay, out. I knocked him down. Okay. He fell on the floor. Yeah, that's, that's two different sto- That's two different <laughs> he things. He fell on the floor and I just walked away. Damn. Mm-hmm. And what, what was everyone saying? And everyone was like, oh my gosh, gee, you just knocked him out. You didn't like, knock him out. You knocked him but down. But that's what people said. And that's, uh. what, that's the story I'm going to go with. <laughs> 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 he found the floor. I just remember walking away and people were just kind of like uh, uh, patting me on the back and they went to go pick him up. And the whole night they were just making fun of him because of the fact that he got knocked out by a girl. And I remember my brothers coming up and they were like, what the hell happened? And I said, that guy just got knocked out by me. <laughs> And what did your brother say? And they were like, who? Who? We're going to go beat his ass. <laughs> Damn. And then he yeah. got his ass beat after that, too? Yep. Damn. After he got his titties. And uh, ever shown? since then, he never messed with me. Because he knew better. Now, and that's that's when Lil Dukes was born. <laughs> Lil Dukes on the streets. You don't want to invite Lil Dukes to your party because she's just out here just swinging at dudes. <laughs> yeah. It hurt. My fist hurt. <laughs> He started crying when he got home. I did. <laughs> did you really? No. But that was the first and only time I ever had like a physical altercation with anyone. That's not really a fight. You just you just punched him. An altercation, right? Yeah, I guess. Exactly. Punched him in the face. Mm-hmm. So don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Nah, what are you going to do? You're going to break your hand on my face. <laughs> It's a massage when you punch me. Mm. Shut up. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my arm. Oh, I feel the blood flow now. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. That, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. That I can remember. I didn't have any fights growing up. I was too scared. Yeah. You're the, you're the person who will, like, will puff up their chest, and at the moment the other person swing, you'll duck and run away. <laughs> you think so? You think I won't stay on my ground? No, you won't. I think you will. You you will bark. You like those those barking okay, dogs. No, no. You like uh. Yeah. I I will stand my ground if I know I have a chance, but I will bark at someone who okay, I know all, I don't stand a chance. First with. of all, there's only like two people out there that you stand a chance against. Okay, <laughs> newborn babies <laughs> <laughs> and people who are sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> all right, like that's the only people you have the chance. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all I remember. Good times. Yeah, I remember my I, first first that, fight. I like to tell people that story. It makes me feel good about that myself. You knocked, knocked someone out? Yeah, I, I knocked someone out, okay? Yeah, for touching you. <laughs> and his titty popped out and he threw his bra on him. <laughs> okay. And he spat on him. All right, so what's your story <laughs> since you brought it up? 
Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day, and I was thinking about back to my very first fight, and I was like, man, so embarrassing. <laughs> so back, I think it was like 12 years old, and uh, we used to like have, hey. Were you fat? Yes. Oh, okay. And, and quit it. <laughs> no eating on the podcast, because people can hear you chew. No eating. Why did you lean over and start eating? <laughs> okay. I'm Give hungry. <laughs> oh, why? Because you're going to eat it? No, I'm not going to eat it. I'm taking it from your fat ass. Do I? I'm not going to eat it. I just know that your fat ass is going to start chewing on it. You couldn't wait till we finished the podcast <laughs> no. before you start chewing something? Go ahead. Okay, anywho. So that was back when I was uh, like 12 years old. And, you know, I used to run with the local kids. Hang out with the local kids all the time. And I think this is after we had like the... A good like division, a rift from the. I had a rift from the group, from the n- local neighborhood kids. Okay, why right? did you have a rift? Man, that's a whole nother story. Okay, all right, just talk about the one you got beat up in. Hey, <laughs> why did you assume <laughs> I got beat up? Okay, anywho, you, you said you were fat. That doesn't mean I got beat up. <laughs> what does me being fat has anything to do with me being beat up? People usually beat up the fat kid. Who? No, people don't beat up the fat kid. People beat up the skinny kid. The fat kid's the one that does the beating. Not in this Not story. Not where I grew up. Where you grew up, there was no physical altercation. It was just bang, 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 <laughs> and we'll go running. That's true. Okay, all right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, have you seen the movie City of God? City of God. Is that the one where... That's uh, a brother's were, favorite movie. They were building up an army of, of kids with, like... Uh, no, it's machetes a, and like machine guns. Yeah, it was about uh, a story of a uh, African. Alba is in there, right? I think so. Yeah, Idris Alba. He was like yeah. he was like one of the um, villains. Yeah, well that that movie is based off of your neighborhood. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that movie was about um, streets of Mexico, if I remember correctly. No, it's not. It's, streets of Brazil. Yeah, streets of Brazil. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, but anywho, the point was. Where did Edris Elba come from? I don't know. That's racist. <laughs> Just because he has dark skin doesn't mean that he's in every dark movie. Oh my he was god! In the dark okay, night. all right, go ahead. <laughs> we digressed. No, nah, cheating, cheating. You know, a little rude. Shut up. Go ahead. Anywho, so this is when you know I was twelve years old, and I had uh, I used to hang out with the the local kids, and we had a falling out. And eventually, I forgot, I, mean, I don't even remember how it got to this point. I remember one of the kids, like, he let a block away, was talking mad shit, right? And I was like, man, I'm going to fight him. That's what you said in your yeah, head? Was I don't he, remember. Was he talking mad shit about you? Yeah, he was talking mad oh, shit okay. about me. So I started talking mad shit about him. Oh. And then, yeah, and then, you know, and right behind my house was a parking lot. <laughs> and that parking lot was where everybody goes down, where everything goes down. We used to play football there and stuff like that. It's just like an open spot for some yeah. reason. Just randomly an open parking lot. Is it lot. still there? Nah, it's a bank oh, now. Okay. It's a what? A bank. Oh, okay. But yeah. But that part parking lot used to be just like, you know, uh just an open parking like, lot, yeah. Parking surface. That anybody could park there for some mm-hmm. reason. Like it had no regulations. It was kind of weird. So anywho, uh we go there to to settle things, you know. <laughs> We have gone there every to single time. settle disputes. Yeah, we have gone there every single time to fight, you know. And and I remember I was like 12 years old, and I was scared, but I was angry. 
You know, I was scared. I was, was angry. this your first? This is your yeah. First this is my fight. first legit okay. fight. Okay. okay, this is like everyone's walking out like. Ooh, ooh, yeah, knock it's it's one of those where like they form a circle and they're yeah, yeah, essentially, <laughs> essentially. They're so, like, yeah, yeah, kick him, kick yeah. his ass. So I had like two or three of my buddies go, and then they had like five, six of their buddies, right? Yeah. And it was gonna be a one on one. So we went right, and there was a circle forming, and uh, I remember. Going barefooted for some reason, which is not a smart idea. You should always fight with shoes. Okay. Especially when you find out concrete. So I remember going there barefooted in my shorts and a tank top or something. I was fat, chubby kid. And um, the guy showed up, right, with like boots and everything. Like, this guy was geared it up, man. This guy got like a, uh, a bulletproof vest. <laughs> like he was ready to fight. So then we start we start squaring up, right? And I was like, I don't know how to fight. You know, I don't know how to uh fight. And then I remember he just walked up and, and kicked me. Right? Kicked you where? Like in my leg. He tried to kick me in my leg, right? And this dude got like Tim's on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. This guy is using his feet. You know, he got big old boots. He can't kick. Right, so then uh, we kind of like circled around, and then I remember I don't remember it much, but I just remember at one point I started running away. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I was running, right, and he started chasing after me, but he's fast, mm-hmm. like he's one of the fast kids. Yeah, and I just remember stopping, turned around, and I punched him right in his face. <laughs> and and did you knock him out? I didn't knock him out. It was a weak punch. Oh, okay. I was scared, you know. So I was like a wussy, like. Ugh. <laughs> like that right it was like a, like a jab you know yeah. i just turn around and just jab him and it punched him right in his nose right and it did no damage oh i mean it, i think he started bleeding a little bit he did plus one damage but it just made him angry hmm. you know so then he started chasing me again and then like you know we're back to squaring off and i forgot what happened i heard like sirens so i ran right I was like, oh, shoot, the police is coming. It's <laughs> something that I ran home. So the police was your scapegoat. Yeah, the, the, the police was my reason to run away. <laughs> so I ran home. But hey, I landed the punch. Okay? Yeah. That's all that matters. I landed the punch. So in my head, I won. Shut <laughs> up. Shut That's up. That's how it worked. I, won, no. I spilled blood. <laughs> no. I spilled blood, so I won, right? Whatever. Oh and and second of all, okay, it wasn't the police. It was an ambulance. I was going <laughs> by, and I, I just used that as an escape goat to run away. Oh, my God. This but, sounds like that does sound something that you would do. Yeah. But all I know is that I landed the last punch, and it made him bleed. And I remember I went home and I called my friend, one of my older friends, and I told him that I won a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I was a dude, like, we went to the parking lot, we started fighting, and I punched him and it made him bleed. And then I left. And then he came knocking on my uh, my door. This kid that you fought? Yeah, the okay. guy I fought. And I was like, what do you want? And then he was like, this ain't over. This ain't over, man. And he left. Did and he really do that? Yeah, he did that. And I was like, it is over. And he was like bleeding from his nose. I was like, it's over. 
<laughs> You're such a liar. Dude. No, but he did do that. He did come to my door and knock and told me that it wasn't over, but he was bleeding. But you didn't open the door, huh? No, I, I bet you your mom went and opened the door no, and you said that to your mom. mom. <laughs> Shut <laughs> that, that was the story you told me the other day. No. <laughs> <laughs> you said he came over and knocked on the door and your mom went to go open it. <laughs> and he said, tell Sue. It ain't over. And then your mom didn't understand it. So she was like, oh, oh, Sue, okay. And she went to go get you. Yeah. But then you said you were sleeping. No. (laughs) Yes, you were. And he was scared. I told him that I was tired from winning. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know, when, uh, in in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, when, when, uh, Uncle Phil finished talking at the, when they were like arrested. Yeah. And, and Will was in the back. Oh, yeah. Will was was like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, but oh, for real, he did come and I did open the door, but there was like that screen between us. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, it ain't over, man. It ain't over. And he just left. And I was like, it is over for me because I won that fight. And then you never went outside ever again. Then how am I here? No, like you never went outside ever again until you guys moved. Oh, <laughs> this dude. No, I still hang out. And then like a year later, we were hanging out. <laughs> oh, this is probably your best friend? Yeah, my best friend. Uh, came to my baby shower. No, I was <laughs> Who's baby shower? Oops. No, but for real though. Uh, yeah. And then after that, since then, we just... For real? And this is your one of your friends? No, it's not oh. one of my friends. No, for real. But after that, it was over. There was no more, you know, bad blood, but we just didn't hang out with each other anymore. But I won that fight. That was my first fight. I, that I I will not consider that a win. That you were being a wuss. How's that a wuss? You ran. But I hit him. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the rule is if you're the last person to dealt damage, you are the winner. Who won? Not you. I'm just saying, like, imagine the street fight, right? I came up and I just punched you. And then I ran. I won. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. The, the, oh my God. <laughs> That's how it works. Who came up with this rule? Me. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's why you didn't win. That's how that dude. That's rule. The, oh my god, dude! The person who who does the damage last wins the fight. <laughs> he didn't even hit me. He only kicked me in my leg with Tim's on, chain ass. Shut up! Whose fault was it to not wear shoes to a fight? Hey, the rule was. You know, that, there was no rule. The rule. The, oh, yeah. You're just coming up with these no, rules. No rules is when you're fighting. It's fist fight, okay? No kicks with Tim's. Who said that? I've never heard that before. If you ask me to come fight, I'm going to bring whatever I can to come fight you. Like what? Whatever I can. A gun? Whatever I can. <laughs> this dude. Your mom? Yeah. And your dad? Your brothers? Nah. See, the thing is that, I don't know, man. I just thought it was unfair that he came on with boots and was was kicking me you know and you guys didn't set regulations before that exactly it was just a meet me here at so and so o'clock and we're gonna fight we're gonna yeah. go down that I, can mean anything yeah okay it was fine then that means that I hit him last <laughs> and I win that was a rule okay, I we'll, didn't bleed we'll let the listeners decide okay if look, you won or not we were fighting you know we did we decided to show I showed up he had his chance to hit me 
You know? Hey, but you ran. I, I used the technique. <laughs> hey. he, he couldn't hit you because you ran. <laughs> How many times? You ran out of the circle that they formed. Technically, that circle is your ring. <laughs> it's not a ring. There's no rules. So anything that happens outside of that ring does not count. No, anything that happens yeah. outside the ring is... No, no, no anything no, no. that happens outside of the location no, no. that you picked does not count. Right, but the thing is, I was still in the parking lot. Shut See, up. I was still in the parking lot. Liar! I was running. Such a liar! I was running around in the parking lot, though. I didn't run away, right? Shut up! Hey, I'm just saying. How many Jackie Chan's movies have you seen with Jackie Chan's running and fighting? Shut up! He's running to fight. No, he's not. He's always running. And he turns around, he fights, and then he runs. And he turns around, <laughs> fights. I was using the Jackie Chan technique. They didn't watch the Jackie Chan movies. See, Shut I watched Jackie Chan movies. I took notes. No, no. The rule, rule is when you pick a place, that's how it goes down. You know, if you run out of that area and you, you know, hit the person, whatever, it does not count. It does count. You did not win. I your was first still fight. in the no. general <laughs> parking lot area. I did not run away from it. I was running around and he chased Shut me. Up. And he chased you me. You were running around. Yeah, I was. I was running around and he chased me and I was like, this is my trap. Okay. Yeah, sure. I learned it from Jackie Chan. You know? So he was okay, running sure. and I knew, I knew that like when he, when he starts running at top speed, he can't stop. <laughs> Fast enough, right? Because he got them Tim's on. See, that's why I went barefooted. It's so like, you know, turn and twist and turn as fast as I can. You know what I'm saying? This is my plan to start. I planned this fight <laughs> from the very start. Oh you know what I'm saying? God. So I was hiding behind the cars and I was running like between cars. Now, every time you tell the story, that's how you're going to tell it. Yeah. You're going to say you didn't run away. You just ran around. I did. And then turned and punched him. Yeah, I do. That oh was part of the plan. Why would I turn around and punch him if I was running away? Would a coward run away and turn around and fight? No. He would continue running. I was, there was a strategy. No. You turned because he was catching up to you. You got scared that he would tackle you. So you turned to uh, catch him off guard and you just swung a punch that happened to hit him in the nose. No, 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 So no. all of that was just pure luck. No, no, no. Yes. See, the thing is, yes. I knew. No. Okay, I knew. I ran between two cars. Shut <laughs> Now you're making up. You're no, not, that's what now happened. you're fabricating all these things to make <laughs> no. I, I ran between no, no. two cars, right? You were right? running back home. No, I, was, I ran and between two cars. And then when you cars. got to the porch, you turned, punched him, no. <laughs> and you ran into the house, you closed the door, and that's why he said, this ain't over. That is the real no, story. No. Yes, that, is. Dude, that is the real story. You know story. how far my house was in there? He hey, definitely your house out. was behind, your uh, the parking lot was behind yeah. your house, too. But there was no way I'd make it to the house before he got to me, right? But So this is my plan. I was running around. I ran between two cars and I knew. Yeah, the two cars was your dad's car and your brother's car. Yeah, exactly. And you you I, ran I right through it, up the stairs to no, the porch. No, no. And that's when you punch him because you I had a still, height difference. I was still in the parking lot, okay? I was still in the parking lot. I ran between two cars, two random cars out there. And I knew that if you followed me into this area, right, that he has nowhere else to go. So I ran. Yeah, then, your house. And as he was running to, between the two cars, that's when I turned around and bop, right his nose. And then he fell back and his blood started coming out. And then I heard sirens. And I was like, that's the popo. So I ran. I said to him, it's the police. And I ran. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happened. I did. I remember yelling, it's the police. And I ran. That's the dumbest. Dumbest story I've ever heard. I'm for real. I, I yelled out, it's the police, and I ran home. <laughs> and then called my friend, telling him I want to fight. And then he came knocking on my door five minutes later, telling me it wasn't over. 
And then he left, yeah. And then I later found out that it was an ambulance. <laughs> it was! Shut up, everybody dude. Knew. Everybody was scared, right? So I used that time, that the moment of stun, you know, to run home. The chaos, like the chaotic chaos that I created by yelling at the police. <laughs> you know, I ran home. And then, yeah, later on, they told me that it was an uh, ambulance that drove by. And I was like, that ambulance for him. After I knocked his bitch ass out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe any stories you tell. Dude, me. that's what happened. You like embellish so much of the story. You you make it like you exaggerate it so much over the top. It's just I, okay. First of all, none of the story is exaggerated. Okay, the whole point is that I ran because I knew he was gonna follow me. Okay, that was part of my plan. I knew he was gonna follow me, and when he. When I turned around and hit him, I was going to hit him. But the thing is, that, like, you know, I had that fear in me. That punch was supposed to be like the knockout punch. But the thing is, that I was like so scared, I just kind of like stiffened up and punched him in his nose and made him bleed. And then I yelled, police and rest. Uh, sounds just like but that. That sounds I'm like saying, something you would still do today. To be nah, honest. I wouldn't do that today. I'll actually call the police first <laughs> to tell them that I'm going to, that there's going to be a fight. So the police can show up and save me. <laughs> but all I'm saying is that this record in the streets, Sue is one and oh in the streets, one and oh. Shut up. <laughs> oh my God. Well, my point is this is that ever since that day, no one's ever picked a fight with me again. Because <laughs> they knew. Should I be proud? Yeah. Right. In the streets, the streets have records. <clears throat> one and oh. Undefeated in these streets. <laughs> That's your only fight. Your one and only fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I have other fights too, but they yeah. were more like agreed upon fight. Mm-hmm. You know, when I when I was gonna start a fight club. <laughs> well, I did kind of start a fight club that I had to dismantle, but that's another story. Oh my god! But the point is that that was my first fight, and I won. You want your your bread? No, Capri Sun. Oh. This is not an advertisement. <laughs> but if you want to advertise Capri Sun, hit us up. We like your shit. <laughs> but anywho, uh, actually, I lied. My first fight was back in kindergarten, first grade, and I lost. See, I knew you lied. What? No, because now I remember. I remember we were in the uh, the coat room because our it was like back in the elementary school, and. When you go to when you go to your homeroom, right in the back of the room, there's like two doors that leads into a like a hallway. Yeah, the that's what they call the coat room. Yeah, so every, you put and your they backpack. They have like and, hangers yeah, in there. Yeah, so and you, you hang it up. I I don't remember what happened. I just remember there was this like fat, like chubby black girl, right? <laughs> and we got into an altercation. <laughs> I think she wanted the same toy I wanted or something. She wanted the same toy you wanted. Yeah, and she just grabbed my hair. And just bopped me twice on my head. Like, she grabbed my <laughs> hair and just boop, boop, like that, and walked away. And I was like, oh. I was like, shot. So stunned. Yeah, I was stunned. I was like, I was crying. I was like, did she really do that? She was big. She was big. She was, a, she was at least like 45 pounds. <laughs> she was a 45 pound six, uh, six year old. I remember she was chunky, and yeah, she like, she was like a good like six inches over me, you know. She was big, and I remember she's pulling my hair and bopping me twice in the head. 
But I was in the courtroom, so no one saw. So technically, it never <laughs> happened. <laughs> well, now everyone knows you got beat up by a girl. I mean, I fabricated this story. You know what I'm saying? But the one in the parking lot was not fabricated. <laughs> you can ask my friends. No, I was kidding. I didn't fabricate that six-year-old. But I remember she did. She was big, though. For some reason, I remember that, that from my childhood. Her grabbing my hair and bobbing me twice in the head. Hmm. I don't know. I don't come across a lot of altercations or any means to need to fight. That's because you didn't realize people were making fun of you growing up. <laughs> yeah, I had to fight, man. In these streets, these streets ain't kind. You know, growing up from Milwaukee, dude. You didn't have to fight because you were defending yourself. You fought because you choose to fight. Yeah, and There's I won. There's a difference. I won. <laughs> They had to call the police on me. You didn't fight for survival. You just fought it for... It is for survival in the streets. Oh my God. Repetition is your survival. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my first fight. We had two different, very different stories. I know. You were what, 12? Yeah, I was 12. I was 18. I know. And you were punching some innocent man. He was not innocent. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Innocent gentleman who presented you with a drink to fit in. And what did you reply? With a punch. No, no. Disrespectful. He touched me without permission. You just asking, hey, miss. No. I got, I got, hey, man. All I'm saying is that I got to be careful of you when we go out and guys open doors for you and stuff like that. Mm, you might swing at them. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I had another story that I wanted to talk about. I have a story. I okay, to yeah, talk sure, about. shoot, shoot. So we went to Costco today, mm -hmm. and um, we went and bought some water. Yeah. And when I saw the water, I thought about this conversation that I overheard at work. Okay. And um, they're not my coworkers, but they work at the workplace with me. So I guess what I should call them coworkers. Yeah, they, if know. they work at the same place that you work at, they're coworkers. But they don't technically work with me. They work in a different department. Yeah, but they work in the same. Okay, building. sure. So coworkers, I guess. What? <laughs> I don't understand. They work in a that different. That's so rude. It's, it's like you know how you could work like at Costco, but you're in HR. And yeah. then people over there works in management, and then other people are like. You know, maintenance. They're still your coworkers. Okay, sure. So my coworkers, I guess, I overheard a conversation between two coworkers about water. Okay. And I water. heard huh? down here. Water. Water. Give some water. And um the conversation was one of the girls said that she would only buy smart water, the brand. Oh, smart okay. water brand. And the other girl said Oh, well, I will. I only like, uh, what's that one? Not Dasani. Aquafina. Dasani. Dasani's. Yeah. And so as I'm listening to this conversation, they were like, oh, yeah, smart water has more potassium and like calcium or, or something. And so that's why she prefers to buy the smart water. And I thought about this and I, and, and I was like, I wonder if that is true or if that is just some marketing strategy that they get you. Because if you go to Costco, they sell smart water there, right? But a pack of like 12 is already like 15 bucks. Yeah. Whereas we get a pack of 40 for like $2.30, yeah. you know? That ain't smart. <laughs> That's dumb water. <laughs> <laughs> 
but i was baffled by the fact that there are people out there who believes in this marketing that they believe enough to think that these water have just a little bit more potassium no to, to be them. honest i think it does i think the water does have a little bit more but the thing is that it's like so minute yeah that that it doesn't, it doesn't matter. really affect you right and i think that they're only really buying it for the brand you know what i'm saying so you'll be willing to pay five dollars more for a brand name water than a generic brand yeah because it's, it's kind of like fashion you know why would you buy a birkin bag right when you have a perfectly fine aldi's bag <laughs> that's bogus but i gotta just, come at all these like that for that I'm, I'm i'm respecting all these all these got some heavy nice bags okay i'm not talking about their like i'm talking about the grocery bags you know see what i'm saying yeah it's all fashion baby so it's all marketing yeah it's all, it's all about the brand name mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah smart water and all the people who buy are dumb like your co-workers <laughs> Yeah, they were talking about that, and I just, I don't know, I just thought it was so weird. I was like, people really, like, get into this marketing to get this. Yeah, because it's a fashion statement, you know, it's saying, like, look. like I'm- So, when they carry the smart water bottle, people are supposed to think differently of them? Yeah. Hmm. They're thinking, like, oh, dang, she got money. She bought <laughs> smart water. Hey, speaking of which. I was also talking to some coworkers, and they told me that they were trying to um, date online, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the girls, um, I don't know how Tinder works. People say you swipe left, you swipe right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You swipe left if you don't like them. You swipe right if you do. Something yeah, yeah, like something that. Like Anyways. That, yeah. And um, if you both swipe like right, then it kind of connects you to say, oh, this guy also finds you attractive. Like, do you want to communicate with them? So anyways, I guess she swiped right. And she started talking to the guy and the guy asked her a really basic question. And he said this was going to be a deal breaker for him. Okay. Okay. He said, do you have Apple or Android? (laughs) And she responded and said, oh, I have an Android. And he said, swipe left. (laughs) Dang. He curved And apparently this is, uh... This is like a legit thing. Like people will actually not date you if you don't share like the same phone brand as them or like same phone carrier or something, whatever. I don't know. And you know who started this? Who? Mac. Mac? Mm-hmm. What is that? With the commercials. Remember them? Those Mac versus PC commercials? Oh. With the Mac dude was like, hey, I'm doing this. And he had a PC friend who's like nerdy, got glasses and stuff. Mm. You remember, don't you remember those commercials? And no. like Mac versus PC. Don't this why you prefer a Mac. I don't remember. But she was she was telling us that story. She said that he said he didn't want he wasn't interested in her anymore because she had an Android phone. That is like yeah. And I was like, What? Anyway, at least he know what he wants. Right? At least he <laughs> wanna waste his time. <laughs> But for that to be a deal breaker for you, the fact that the person has a different phone. I thought people use Tinder to hook up, not to like actually go on dates. No, but they, they were trying to hook up. But like when you hook up, you talk to each other and stuff. And he just he just asked her like that. Question. What does that have to do with hooking up? I don't know. 
Maybe. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's it's weird now. These you know this new generation of people, how uh, they've become so obsessed with technology that now things like that becomes a deal breaker. But how is that? A, how does your phone have anything to do with you hooking know. up? Maybe he likes to like put the apple on his side and vibrate <laughs> while he's like getting you know doing stuff or something. And you can't do that with a uh, okay. Android. <laughs> I, I have know. no I idea. That, that has nothing to do with hooking up. Dude, you could call me like, on the payphone. <laughs> <laughs> like I would still hook up with you. You know? <laughs> okay, I don't know about that. I'm just saying. If a yeah, girl's yeah. hot, she's using a payphone. I'm like, sure, like let's hook up. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like, hey. She's using a payphone from the county jail. <laughs> yeah, is this a residential? Is this a, a house line, landline? <laughs> you know, if you're not talking on a landline, we ain't hooking up. <laughs> You're like, get out of here, dude. Nobody cares. Yeah, you can only call me after nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get free minutes after nine. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, that's that's such a weird question to ask somebody. Yeah. You know, like a, a good one would be like, how much you weigh? You know, like, <laughs> that's a good question. You know, like, you know, 260, mm, swipe. Yeah, but it was, uh, it was a conversation that she brought up to coworkers and no, I just thought that was interesting. That as long people, as no. people decide that now. She would like to walk around just eavesdropping everyone's <laughs> conversation. That, that's all. You have no friends at work. Dang. Yeah, you come home. Why you gotta put me on blast like that? I'm just that saying. For? I'm just <laughs> an observation I made. You have no friends at work. Yeah, you come home with like 80 stories. <laughs> I do. And I'm just like, who are you talking I, to? I do have friends. That's who why are you I walk talking around to? And talk to everyone. Yeah, everyone's your friend because you go and you just listen. You just <laughs> listen to everyone's conversation you just put yourself in a conversation that you don't even belong in <laughs> now that reminds me of something now okay what i'm angry uh oh i'm tired of you setting seven o'clock <laughs> alarms stop setting alarms i hate it okay i'm tired of you going uh, alexa set seven o'clock alarm and then and then after that alexa set eight o'clock stop setting <laughs> seven one <laughs> All you're doing is waking me up. Hey, hey, listen. Dude, when was the last time you got up at seven? <laughs> Why are you still setting <laughs> seven o'clock alarms? Listen, listen, okay. This is the reason why I set multiple alarms. <laughs> yeah, at hour intervals. Yeah. Why? Just set them at the time you want to get up. Eight o'clock. This is how this is how I function. Okay. This is how I function. You need to understand. No, this is not how you function. This is how you piss me off. <laughs> Tell them how you pissed me off. Then you could go get yourself another room. I would. I I would I would go sleep in another room. I like to set alarms at hour intervals because when I hear the first hour, I wake up and I realize, oh, I don't have to get up yet. And it makes me feel good. It makes me understand that, oh, I still have an hour left. So then I go to sleep and I really take advantage of that hour. So then I just sleep. I zonk out. And then when the next alarm goes off, I'm like, oh, I still have another hour. <laughs> Dude, you set, you set alarms two days before. Isn't isn't that feeling good, though? No, when, it does not. Because I wake up at alarm. seven and go, oh. No, whoa. no, trust me. No. I've done that before. Well, I would actually set an alarm to get up at that time. 
right? And when I set an alarm to get up at that time, and that alarm goes off, I wake up all cranky. I wake up angry because I'm like, oh man, I really wish I had another hour. That's why I set an alarm an hour before so that when I hear the first alarm, I'm like, oh, I still have another hour. It makes me feel good. And then when I hear the next alarm, I'll get up. 10 minutes after I snooze it. <laughs> First of all, you still get up cranky. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you get up at 8.30, you're still cranky. I, I, I'm less cranky, though. No. Okay, look. Can you just set one alarm, please? Okay, fine. You can set like three, five alarms. I don't care how many alarms, but just set them near the time that you need to get up. <laughs> I'm tired of waking up at 5 a.m. Just so you go... Oh, I still got four hours left. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Stop setting alarms for times that you are not going to wake up. Who does that? Oh, trust me, a lot of people do. Yeah, a lot of single people. <laughs> single people and serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a serial killer habit. <laughs> That's bogus. <laughs> what? Which serial killer do you know that sets alarms like that? All I'm saying is that exactly. to me, that this is something a serial killer would do. Shut up. Have hour interval alarms when they sleep. <laughs> I bet you you eat your cereal and your milk separately. That's, that's how I function. I don't eat cereal or milk. Exactly. Cereal killer. <laughs> yeah, we have cereal milk in the cupboards. Like, Shut up. See, like, the more I think about it, the more of these, like, you know, things that you have that points to being a serial killer. That's why you I, watch I, I, all the serial killer shows. I don't know why you're complaining because this is something I've done for years. Yeah, and I realized the <laughs> other day, literally just like three days ago, I realized, why do we have a seven <laughs> o'clock alarm <laughs> when you get up at nine? <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized why I'm always so angry in the morning It's because I'm getting woken up at 7 for no reason uh, No, you don't go to sleep until like 1, 2 a.m. Yeah, which is why I want my sleep <laughs> Which is why I don't want to hear Alexa, stop Yeah, and then I realized you need to stop this <laughs> This crazy maniac Thing you do that's setting alarms three hours before you actually need to get up. Nope. I don't know anybody who does that. Oh, I know a few people who do that. Who? Who who sets an alarm two hours before getting um, up? Our parents. Our parents? My parents <laughs> never set an alarm. I've never heard my parents get an alarm. That's true. My parents never set an alarm. Yeah, they got they that. Just, they got they that. They just got uh, that uh, the old body school, clock. Yeah, the old school before the rooster wakes up, alarm clock to get up at five. So exactly that silence. So that silence. So what? I set an alarm two hours before I'm supposed to wake up. <laughs> Not just two hours. One hour. Two hours. <laughs> ten minutes. Five minutes. You set an alarm after you leave. Like I don't understand. <laughs> you do that just in case I I miss the alarm that I'm supposed to leave. You set an alarm just to <laughs> piss me off to remind me that you have already left and that there's still an alarm going. The other day, you set a 10 a.m. alarm. You left at 9. <laughs> <laughs> 
You left at nine. Why is there a 10 a.m. alarm? I was sitting here and the alarm went off and I was like, why does she do this? Why would you set a 10 a.m. alarm when you left at nine? No, no, the, no, honestly, I, I set that 10 a.m. alarm because I was like, oh, just in case I don't leave the house. Just in case, <laughs> just in case my boyfriend time. is having a good time. I still need to remember I'm still around. I'm still around. Yeah. All right, man. I'm angry. I'm hot-headed now. No more alarms. Okay? No more alarms. Oh, you need to wake me up. I will. Eight o'clock, I'm smacking you. How about this? Every single time that it's not your time to get up, I'm smacking you. <laughs> if I wake up to one of your alarms, I'm smacking you. Oh, man. That's why we don't sleep together anymore. Nah. That's why you sleep out here. Yeah, most peaceful sleep I've ever had. <laughs> I enjoy out here. This is my safe space. Anywho, well, catch us on the next one. If you have any <laughs> topic or questions you guys would like us to answer, please send us an email at bobos to bobos at gmail.com. That's B A B U S T O B A B U S at gmail.com. Catch you guys on the next one. Bye. <laughs>